0: one of the Dow Ambassadors, so we talked to Corey Pavin, we talked to Maria Fassi, uh, but Suzanne Pedersen is one of the great names in the history of LPGA golf and still a Dow Ambassador, and she is here in midland michigan again uh, for tournament week how you doing
1: i'm doing great thanks for having me again
0: yeah you told me that you moved back to to norway to oslo and also uh still a dow ambassador worldwide dow is a global uh company this tournament continues to grow i have a feeling they're going to have a record week uh for attendance for all your stops were all around the world as suzanne wherever you've been Uh, on your pro golf tour what impresses you the most about this stop in Midland
1: well uh, I've been fortunate enough to come here quite a few times over my uh, long-term relationship with Dow and I just I'm amazed by how well the community is supporting uh, the the event the the girls playing and uh, it's just great to see how this has become kind of a family outing um, which is all you want right you want people to bring their kids uh, bring their friends and kind of create an atmosphere that's fun for the girls to be in and so I'm very am- amused by kind of uh, seeing the support and Midland is a, is a great stop on the LPGA schedule it's a it's a popular event uh it's obviously a little bit of a different format you kind of get to pick your partner it's kind of fun uh it might seem a bit more relaxed and um but i you know by by the end of by the end of every practice session when you stand on that first see obviously the the competitive side will show up, but it's such a great kind of layout and uh, Dow has th- done such a great job of putting this together, being kind of a pioneer on the LPGA Tour schedule. I mean, it's a great event golf-wise, but also the sustainability part being kind of the on the forefoot of um, making this kind of a geo-certified um, uh, golf tournament. Uh, so it's uh, it ticks off a lot of boxes. And the one thing that
0: impresses me from both LPGA events here in Michigan, the Meyer stop on the west side of the state each year in June, and this week in Midland, is how accessible uh, the players are to fans, media, and sponsors. I think that is a major part in the growing success of both LPGA stops in the state of Michigan.
1: I totally agree, and uh, kind of the approachability and kind of Feeling like um, you can, um, I don't know, uh, get around the girls, talk to them, uh, kind of get up close. It's kind of one of the LPGA's trademarks. Uh, And it's not, I mean, it doesn't come naturally. It's something that we also have to work on, right? So today's a pro-am. The girls have been out there playing with the sponsors, partners, friends of the event. And... Uh, most hopefully most likely everyone has had a phenomenal day enjoyed themselves and been in great company of a professional out there so um, no it's um, it's one of those things that we're quite uh, the LPGA is quite pride of, proud of uh, I know a lot of people who's played pro-ams on the PGA tour who doesn't necessarily have the same experience uh, first of all the men's games and the ladies' games are, I mean, quite different. You might, as a keen golfer, relate better to a women's game, you know. So uh, there's a lot of uh, pros kind of with the LPGA. Yeah, and you do the
0: scramble. I played in the PGA uh, pro-ams, and you're on your own ball, and it's it can be intimidating, it, like if you're not a scratch golfer. And I have a good friend, Doug Skeen, uh, who is one of our – University of Michigan football insiders on the show. And about four years ago, he started to improve his golf swing and pattern his game after watching LPGA players uh, here in Midland and on TV because the tempo through it, you know, to emulate a PGA male pro that is high-tech, and no one can do Rory or Tiger or, you know, uh, these guys and how they turn and what they do. I'm not downplaying uh, the LPGA golfer, but there are the big power hitters. But for the most part, consistency hitting the ball straight. We watch a power hitter struggle at Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open, and those who weren't that super long but hit it straight, uh, were there uh, on the final two days of the weekend, so I think there's a connection on the ability to sit there and watch that golfer and say, okay, I'm going to go slow back, I'm going to keep my head down, and I'm going to come through. And and again, it doesn't make you a pro golfer, but I think there's more of a connection. That's my personal opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can relate more. Um... Uh it's almost like the the men I mean the power that they kind of create is kind of impossible for someone to copy right yeah Uh, the the club head speed right the club head speed is uh, what I mean out of most people's range right so um, I mean I can just relate to like when I play with my dad I mean he's quite a good golfer uh, nine handicap but over the years I mean we literally almost hit the ball the same distance so you can kind of relate that way as well I mean um, so I mean It's fun. Golf is a great game. It kind of gets people together, uh, no matter what level. And uh, you know what? Uh, I play with a lot of great golfers in the pro am, and I play with a lot of hacks, you know. But we've always had a great time, Uh, and that's uh, that's golf. Though that's golf, and that's kind of the good part
0: of it. And that's why I think the two-person team event here provides a different feel for the ladies this week at the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational that you team up with somebody you like. You you talk you're leading up to it. Hopefully
1: you, you like your partner.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, you would think if you're going to uh, choose to play uh, with a partner. So I, I was talking with one of my uh, PGA insiders and also Grant Boone from the Golf Channel earlier on the show today that I, I like the two person team thing. Uh, I, I wonder if there'll be more of that on the LPGA. I know You know, you're 42 years of age, your career has been amazing, 15 wins, two majors, nine Solheim Cup uh, appearances, uh, one Olympics in 2016 in Rio uh, for Norway. Is there anything else the LPGA can do right now you think that would help attract more people to the game to watch?
1: No, I think the LPGA is a really healthy state uh, right now. Um, We got um, great events, we have a full pack schedule, we have great storylines, you know, we have new talents coming up, Uh, we got new rock stars. Um, Rose is one of them, and um, obviously the US Open winner, um, Corpus. I mean, it's great to see young american girls as well kind of come through um i mean we have a lot of um asians playing on um the lpga uh and we're getting quite used to kind of seeing them being good at a very very young age but it's fun to also see some uh, new young american talent um i mean i also care about the europeans since i'm kind of uh, leading the european team and well,
0: solheim Cup. Right. And the
1: solheim yeah. cup so i just think across the sport of women's golf We're in a really good, good state, and it was fun to watch the U.S. Open at a venue as Pebble um, in the lineup of uh, many historic venues coming up. But it looked fantastic on TV. It showcased the brilliance and uh, the the cla- um, I mean the the skills that these girls uh, have and. Um, great attendance I mean I just think overall it's um, it's fun to be a part of uh, this game right now.
0: Suzanne Pedersen, Dow ambassador, one of the greatest uh, names uh, in LPGA golf history also president, not president, but will be the captain of uh, the European team in the upcoming uh, Solheim Cup. Uh, you mentioned moving back to Oslo uh, you're Norwegian uh my dad's side of the family full-blooded uh norwegian well what's what's the game of golf like in oslo and then throughout the country of norway
1: i want to say it's a little bit familiar too here in midland we got a fairly short season yes. i mean if uh if we get rid of the snow early enough you might have a season from i don't know end of april beginning of may through end of september um, yeah similar right quite similar um it's obviously since i stopped uh, victor hovland came through uh, and kind of brought the, the whole next generation kind of some
0: who uh, oh, carried the norwegian some, flag absolutely i mean he's a rock
1: star so and he's doing so well for himself um so that's kind of kept the interest of golf uh, at a very very high level at home and you, know, you don't need more than like one superstar and that kind of hopefully creates a lot of new talent to come join the game and um, be part of it and um, I don't think we will have too many Victor Hovlands over the next few years but I mean if we can bring some new talents into the game and introduce uh, this great sport to as many as we can I think even being in Norway uh, with a short season we can do quite well.
0: Yeah Victor I've been watching him in majors and big tournaments a lot of top tens uh, a lot of pushing into the weekend Uh, I kind of have a uh, a many worry feel about what his future could be uh, golf courses uh, in Norway. Now when you talk about the short season, when you talk about comparisons to Michigan with the you know the winter and the you know summer fall uh, golf, uh, how are the courses in norway
1: i mean i don 't know the total number of courses, uh, but there 's quite a few, obviously most of them are in the south, uh, where most of the population is kind of uh, situated uh i would say we have a great handful if a little bit more really good championship courses uh i grew up at uh, oslo golf course uh which, which is the oldest golf course in norway uh, i think it's the best one uh what's it called? i'm not biased but what's the name <laughs> oslo golf club oh,
0: oslo. <laughs> yeah. oslo so golf it's club. in the
1: capital um it's just five minutes from where i grew up i just just used to jump on the bike uh the clubs on the back and I used to be there every day, you know, after school. So How old were you when you started playing the game of golf? I picked up uh, the first clubs when I was about five and wow. kind of fell in love with it straight away. And I think I played my first couple of tournaments, junior tournaments, when I was about nine. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, it quickly evolved into becoming a lot more serious. Uh, but it was fun. It was uh, a lot of juniors, uh, mostly boys, actually, uh, when I kind of grew up. So I think that also kind of, Shaped my game a little bit. You're always playing with the boys, trying to outplay them. Kind of, you fought with your kind of both gloves on, right? Not to awesome. not to lose. So, um, I think it was a healthy environment for me to kind of play the game.
0: And it worked out. Uh, I just went through nine Solheim Cups. Now, captain of the next European squad in the Solheim Cup. Fifteen. Uh, LPGA Tour Victories, Two Majors, uh, Dow Ambassador, uh, one of the grand ladies of the game, uh, Suzanne Pedersen, uh, joining us here in Midland. You'll see her around uh, all week long. Uh, good luck. Enjoy the week. Thank you. Uh, keep up the great work as a Dow Ambassador and uh, safe travels back to Norway. Thank you. All right, uh, Suzanne Pedersen.